right, welcome back to another episode of It's Fine, Everything's Fine with Coda, Susie, and Violeta. For today's episode, um, we have recorded a whole 30 minutes before this. Um, So what we want to open up today is pretty much just joy. Like what brings us joy? Why joy, having joy in your life is so important and being able to laugh with the people that you love, how and what it activates in you. So does anyone want to start off with why their week was shit and why we're spending 30 minutes fucking laughing in the previous recording? Well, I think it like the past two weeks have been really heavy. So having like having a dedicated time where like no fucks are given and you're just kind of like saying shit. And like, I think it also is very beneficial that we are so comfortable in each other's company. And it doesn't come natural for a lot of people. I know a lot of people who either isolate themselves when things become really, really difficult or go the opposite complete way and then they just ignore it. And I think over the past two weeks, we really acknowledged what that all entailed and we let our feelings happen. And then today it just is like the culmination of it all. And you're just literally like laughing at everything because that's what brings life again and that's what what allows you to see the sunnier side and and remember those moments and know that it's okay when when it does get tough so we i think Susie is on day four of no sleep oh my god yes that would be true and it's not it's not something that you want right like you're not not sleeping because you don't want to sleep no i mean it, it, it's a nightmare stage right mm-hmm. ptsd it's a nightmare stage day one um i literally had dreams about my ex they were ugly and i'm like oh my god here we go day two they start up again mm-hmm. and when i wake up i can't fall back asleep because i don't want to dream it again it goes right back in yeah so what did i say like within the last four days i probably had 16 hours of sleep so i'm very punchy right now mm-hmm. yeah and i know within the next 24 to 48 hours my body's just gonna be like you're going to bed mm-hmm. and then i usually don't dream and then i'm fine but Today, this morning at breakfast, <laughs> was just out of control, and the last half hour has been the exact same. So punchy, I guess, is who I usually am. Yeah. And then you tone life down because people don't want to deal with that all the time. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's in like knowing your audience as well, and and right. being in that in that space. Right. And you and I have had encounters where you were punchy and like I walked away and I was like that that did not feel right yeah. you know and it was like in that scenario it was both of us trying to not have control and like we yep. we we very much like did not communicate in that way so I think it's also that dynamic and I have encountered other individuals as well that like that's the the default state of like always being in that way and it's like you can never have a conversation it makes no. it very difficult to be able to effectively communicate so that you can have those days of punchy and like i feel like all three of us do that very well and like yes. effectively communicating mm-hmm. and then having those days where it's just like fuck it let's just do this and it's a thursday night full of laughter and like we don't even know what started it. We just know it's like once you start it, you're like, 
jump on either jump on or get off but like this is how this is gonna go so what started it back here was she asked me if i needed a helmet uh, <laughs> what, what kind of helmet was it a siren helmet. a siren helmet and i'm like what the hell are you talking about and she's like you know minions god darn it Beedo. and i lost my shit and then it's just gone straight from there and i yeah it's been great though. I think we've all really needed this, you yeah. know, like with everything going on with Uvi and then, you know, me having to go to a funeral this weekend. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, or I guess celebration of life would be better because yeah. I I'm hoping to keep it more on the light and airy side, but I guess my family will be choosing that as I did not really have much say in how this was going to go. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I mean and I think that, you know, as we talked on the last episode, the last episode, you know, was heavier. And to know that you have those people who you can be all phases of yourself is right. truly inspiring. And it allows me to like continue to dive in into the things that I love and also lean in into the things that I'm scared of um, because I know that I have that full support from everybody around like for me this past week my car took a tumble and it's like <laughs> it, it was it was doing fine um i knew it was coming um because it needed work and then i made it all the way home and then i reached out to both of you and like both of you like jumped on right away um and then today i was able to give back to somebody else and they needed you know care for for their child and i was like yeah absolutely i mean the baby slept the entire time i was watching them so it was it was incredible but i was discussing it with someone and i my joy truly comes from giving to others and it it, it never and doesn't have and it doesn't have to be in a monetary way or in an in an object way for me oftentimes like if i see somebody struggling or needing assistance in any way like i'm happy to like build your bed if you have a bed to build i'm happy to go paint downstairs to go hang up a shelving, shelving unit like for me that's like what truly brings me joy because i know that i'm able to support that person in ways that sometimes they wouldn't ask for help um I think it also comes in that and it's so that that goes into a twofold right being able to support someone without them asking for help but sometimes that person needs to ask for help in order to have that dynamic so what i mean by that is i'm happy to offer my assistance and i i sometimes will jump in to help those that are around me because i know they need them I also sometimes step back and I'm like, you need to ask for help because I love you and I know that you know that I would do it. But to a certain extent, it's also like you need to know it for yourself because if not, like I'm also staggering your development mm -hmm. by enabling you to never have to do that. So I think that that's a that's a very interesting dynamic. And I've never felt that with you, too. But I know a lot of people, sometimes people reference a lot like the five love languages. Right. And if you're not familiar with the five love languages, it is this division and 
test of how you receive love because oftentimes the way you receive love is the way you give love Mm -hmm. and I am in alignment with it for the most part it does help um I also don't believe that it's just that one thing I feel like you love differently in in every different you know facet of your life or what you're going through so I think they're all important and they're all encompassed in you but the top five or the five love languages are acts of service words of affirmation physical touch receiving gifts and quality time now i know my five my top two my top two are words of affirmation and acts of service which makes sense that like i do for others because that's what like that's how i receive love exactly so it becomes very instrumental to really know how your partner loves or your friend or your parent, like whoever you you have in your immediate circle. It is very important to know how they love and how they receive love because that can, enables you to continue to grow this area of, of joy. And that's, that's kind of where I saw it of knowing where you need support and where you need to maybe lean away from and also lean towards. So I, couple, couple days ago, I had put a post up on Facebook and it was called a medicine woman's prayer. And the basis of it is everything that you just said. Um, this is your journey. I'm here to help you. I can give you herbs. I can give you this, but it's your journey and it's your job to heal yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think being able to help people, which is my joy as well, but it's, it's like in a different way. I, when people come in, I, it's sometimes you automatically know what they need before they open their mouth. And mm-hmm. it's, they need, some people just need a hug. Some people need, you know, positivity or a certain crystal. Some people need, you know, different herbs to help them feel better. And it, it, it makes me feel joyful to be able to do that. But it also makes me joyful, like you said, to watch them grow then and watch them feel better and, and, and it, it literally is, as you said, too, because some people will walk in the door and you immediately know, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm going to have to wait for them to approach me because mm-hmm. it's just not going to work like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what your joy is. Honestly, um, thinking about, you know, like the love languages and things like that, um, mine would probably end up being you know kind of the same thing as you guys but i have a different way of like helping people but it's also like quality time stuff like this mm-hmm. where we can okay. just sit and talk and you know bullshit laugh our asses off and it doesn't even have to be talking about you know anything important it could literally just be us laughing our asses off and just spending time together yeah um with ron i have this dynamic where i i all i have to do is be in the same room with him and like that's us spending quality time Mm -hmm. and i i don't know if anyone else is like that but i don't constantly need physical touch it used to be like that Mm -hmm. but i think you know being with ron is kind of well as some people may know (laughs) Like living with a fucking cat. <laughs> he'll, come, he'll come get attention from you when he wants attention. Yeah. But, you know, if he doesn't want it, he's 
totally engrossed in his his show that he's watching on his screen and I'll be watching a different show on my screen, but we're still in the same room. What would your second one be? Have you taken the test? Uh, my my two are acts of service and quality time. Okay. See, mine are acts of service and touch. I, I am a, always said, my dad used to joke that I was the mailman's kid because I always had to be hugging somebody, touching somebody. Yeah. My dad's the mailman, you know, so it was kind of cute, but <laughs> yeah, I am, I am very all the time. And see, I'm, so quality time is my last one. Mm-hmm. I, and it's, it's funny that you said that because I kind of, I kind of knew you kind of like feel it out once you like have taken it. And I noticed it last week when we were talking. Um, we were in the middle of like before we started recording and you were saying something or you were reading something. And I said, give me one second because um, I really want to listen to what you're saying. But right. I have to like reply. I had to reply to like something. Mm-hmm. And you immediately were like, I totally appreciate that. And like, I don't, I don't know that we've had that dynamic before where like that presented itself that way, but I, I value like when I'm able to tell it on somebody else. And I also believe that it might not be your strong, but if you are willing to go into a relationship, whatever that relationship is, it is important to foster it and like get to know those people on that deeper level in order to be able to identify those certain things because quality time is my last one. So I could give two. <laughs> You're kidding me. You whispered that word after everything else that has floated out of this microphone for the last hour. The word is shit. (laughs) See, the the opportunity wouldn't have been there to do it in that way. I realized that I didn't actually answer your question. So, like, those are my love languages, my top two. Okay. But, you know, um, as far as joy goes, it's literally what brings me joy is literally seeing a smile on someone's face i i I love doing something for someone or you know surprising them with something that's specifically for them and tailored to um you know just let them know that i care because you know there's a lot there are a lot of people out there especially in in you know relationships and things like that like serious relationships that they, they don't pay attention to what their partner wants, right? Mm-hmm. you know, or needs even. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important, especially for someone like me who wants to, you know, make you smile and make you laugh and just be goofy. You know, I think that is like what really brings me joy is just finding more about you so I can do something special for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that as we've discussed like we we do have some men listening um it's like 14 percent of our audience so you know shout out to the men out there as well Sup, dude? <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think with us being such independent women at times it becomes very difficult to seek the help not because we don't want help but if i have to ask for it I might as well just do it. Like to me, it's a lot easier to do it. And I've gotten away from that. And in particular, because I have Caitlin is like, sometimes she won't identify. And I'm like, if I have to ask for it, 
and it takes me two times longer, like I don't want to do it. And I think oftentimes because women are, are starting to feel more and more confident when being independent and doing things on their own, it seems like, oh, well, you want to do everything, go for it. And it's like, no, I really don't. But at this point, like I have, so it's like, do I just keep going or do I, if you're not going to put the effort to get to know what I need before I need it, like, it's not going to always rely on that. It's a balance. It's a give and take. But I feel like oftentimes as women, we do support that individual. And when I say women, I mean more of that feminine side, that like nurturing side, because men have that as well. Like they, some men have a very feminine side and they're very nurturing and it's that masculine side like we take on that masculine side because we are so independent and we are doing it and we are coming into ourselves and we are loving everything that comes with it but sometimes we also just want to go home and fall apart and it be okay as well yeah like oh my gosh i am so fucking happy that i have someone that i can do that with like my dude is my rock I can literally fall apart and he will be like, okay, you know, let it out, do your thing, but let's come back. I'll be like another, another way of saying like, feel the feels, but like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Let, let's get back to normal because this, this doesn't need to happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of relationships, there's always, you know, there's someone like, men or people who are more masculine their, their first instinct is to fix it right mm-hmm. and that's been a battle at our house because you know i you know we've talked before that i you know i have ptsd i have triggers and the minute the trigger hits i'm like he's yeah. trying to fix it i don't want you to fix it right i just yeah. want you to hold me i want you to say you're going to be okay keep breathing and we had an incident yesterday because i am lack of sleep that i could feel myself starting to lose it a little bit and he stepped back and asked like all the right questions said one or two snippets and said what do you need and i'm like i just need to snuggle a dog for a while he's like okay and he left me alone and i i made a point of calling this morning yeah on my way out here and saying hey i really appreciated that so i think you know just the constant communication mm-hmm. is so important because we're not mind readers right and mm-hmm. and even though you've said it a million times mm-hmm. this 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 and they're like well i don't get that you have to say it one way different for something to just click. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I think I want to get a guy on here one of these days. And I like, know a guy. These... Thank you. So do I. Um, but no, like seriously, I want to bring Keep the Viking. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's where she was going with that. <laughs> well, there were multiple ways, so I didn't know which way it was going. But I was pretty sure it was Peter. So hey. Or Pete, Peter. I'm, mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh yeah. Uh Fuck, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I wanted to get a guy on here so that it's not all freaking estrogen. <laughs> but I think we have. So I, I appreciate you saying that because I do think we have a good balance. Like, it's not just all feminine side. And I yeah. think that. I think because we are so in tune on being independent women, we also understand that other side and how that tends to affect relationships in in any in any in any fashion i think we have an idea but i think you know having someone else on here too just to be like yeah you know like Mm -hmm. this is how it is for a dude like 
what makes you happy how do you how do you express that like seriously so because we're like gonna grill them for an hour well, that no we're rock. not gonna fucking grill them for an hour hopefully brain apart i mean if that's what they really are okay with but again consent is a thing um <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, oh, Miss Sass. <laughs> but I just, I think it would be a good idea just to get another set of input that's mm-hmm. different from our own. Because, you know, we, we don't know everything that goes on in their eyes. Like, why don't they think about certain ways to say things when another woman could come up to you and be like, hey, are you having a bad day? Where your guy's probably going to be like, well, what the fuck's up with you? You know. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I will tell you a story. We had a, a, a couple walk into the shop on Saturday, and he he was he was having none of it. He plopped his butt in the magic chair, right, and his wife slamming crystals. And I'm thinking we're gonna have to sage the hell out of this place oh, when they leave. Yeah. But I sat down next to him, and I'm like, "How you doing?" Blah blah blah. He just opens up and starts telling everything. This is going on at work. That's going on at work. And she comes over and she's like, oh, I'm so glad you sat down there because this is the first I've heard of anything. And I think sometimes, yeah. you know it's what I mean? It's hard for them to like express. It is because when you're that close to the situation, right? This is who you're taking care of, you know, mm-hmm. quote unquote, and to show weakness or to show that you're struggling or that this is happening or that is happening it's not an easy thing for some guys to do it's not easy for some people to do period right mm-hmm. and i have a lot of you know i have a lot of friends who do are you? who <laughs> yeah <love> a little <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um but i have male friends who have talked about mental health like how that is not a thing that they feel open and comfortable to open up about well right. yeah because a lot of them feel like they're gonna be fucking ridiculed mm-hmm. you know and i've had friends who have told me that they've opened up to their girlfriends and shit like that and they the girlfriends have literally made them feel like they were nothing because they yeah. had some sort of feeling mm-hmm. like we're human that that's totally fucking normal yeah and societal norms fucking suck because they do. men should be able to express that shit too you and know? i think and i think that for that it would be valuable a lot to have a, a male um perspective on it from just like truly allowing yourself like what is what is creating those walls yeah. to to not be able to do so mm-hmm. i like that idea so maybe not the next episode but we will we will be bringing in someone um just to hear hear their side of it um yeah. and more on the mental health issue for men um that i don't think it's it's talked about enough mm-hmm. but for this episode, we wanted to keep it light. Um, I think we both, not both. Oh, pay attention, pilot. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus, well, I was just like looking at her. Do you like? It's snowing. It, is it? Yeah, uh, it started snowing on my way here. Oh gosh. Okay, so. For this episode, we wanted to keep it light, just, you know, little tidbits of how we express joy and it all comes down to love and how you are loved and what allows you to tap into that part of yourself. So if you haven't done, 
the five love languages, that might be a good starting point. There is a lot of personality tests and um, tests out there that are for, you know, your partners and, and trying to dive into it. I'd be really interested in seeing what some of our listeners have to say about, like, what theirs are. You yeah. The link, is. Like the, the five love language, the, the test, the link on the. Absolutely. On I'll the put, thing. I'll put the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The thing on the thing on the thing. The thing, on the thing. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, <laughs> I will, I will link it to there. Um, we would be excited to hear what your love languages are. Um, as always, I appreciate both of you being here and holding the space. This time it was incredible on the just release of everything um, and it not being like a fallout and being truly just joy and laughter. So I appreciate you being here and holding the space. Thank you. Thank you. I love Same you both. Too. Love, love you, you too. Bye.